And it is that time of the week again, everybody. Welcome back to the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. I am your host, Max Steele. And after a few technical difficulties we had, we are now recording. And as always, I am joined by the man who actually knows what happened on the day that Michael Jackson died. And that is, of course, the one, the only, Michael Flaherty. I just want to say, legally speaking, uh, I haven't signed an NDA, but there is a code of silence that's currently in effect, and I intend to respect that regarding Mr. Jackson. A, si- a, co- a code me. of silence between you and who? Uh, the other parties. I have uh, that was part of the code of silence, not to discuss them. Uh, I w- it's uh, it's in their best interest to uh, leave their names anonymous. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and it's probably in your best interest also to shut the fuck up. And just not get got like Tupac did. Just to stop asking questions or else bad things will happen. Well, Mike, let me tell you something. Uh, before we get started, guys, I just want to say we have a huge announcement at the very end of this podcast. So be sure to stay tuned for that, guys. Um, but getting to what we're talking about this week. Mike, you know what I like? Oh, what do you like? I like dinosaurs. <laughs> and specifically... Yeah. I like flying dinosaurs. Oh, shit. I was always a land dinosaur man myself, but, you know. <laughs> you, 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 you look like a Triceratops kid. I, you know what? I was yeah, – they, they, they got they – got the they, they're, just, they're just the king of the jungle at that time. You, you, like T-Rex, eat your heart out. Triceratops <laughs> knew what was going on. Meanwhile, the Velociraptor kids were the ones that like Naruto ran at, like say, in high school. Big Naruto, big Naruto running energy with anyone who likes Velociraptors. <laughs> so guys, of course, we are talking about the 2005 American horror film. And this is actually our very first sci-fi channel movie that we're covering on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is, of course... We're talking about uh, pterodactyl. Sorry, I, I'm looking at the spelling of it, and for the longest time, I did not know there was a P, and that just kind of threw me off. Oh, really? <laughs> I saw you were initially about to just go pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. <laughs> like you, like you're a middle schooler who was trying to sound out a word. It's like I'm in the spelling bee, and this is the word that just like fumbles uh, me completely. Exactly, exactly. Like you just get like like aneurysm or something like that. You're just like, oh fuck. Uh. So, Mike, what do you got to say about pterodactyl? Man, it is. It has aged. That is. That is. I think that's the kindest thing I could probably say about this movie is that it has aged. Uh, fast, arguably faster than most of the movies that we have covered so far. And see, part of that, I think, is because, and we're going to, and you and I spoke about this before we started recording, is because of the clearly dated CGI. Now, I want to make something very clear. There's a lot of work that goes into doing very good CGI, and I'm talking like months and months of work for like a 10 second shot. But when you try to use it, when you don't necessarily have the resources ready for it, Mm -hmm. it can really age your film and make it look like cheap, low quality. Yes, absolutely. It's 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 one of those things where it's like 
if you put in the time and effort, it can look just magnificent. Like, like, and it it doesn't it isn't even a resource allocation thing. It's mostly just a how much time and effort are you willing to put into it? Mm-hmm. Like the people who made f- like fucking Thanos just did a magnificent job setting it up, and then this movie is just around. <laughs> this movie that who does CGI that looks like a a YouTube video from two thousand thirteen, like. <laughs> And again, part of that, again, it, it is a made for TV movie. They don't necessarily have all of the resources behind it. But I've always wondered if you don't have the resources to make something good, then obviously, you know, you're going to need to find workarounds and everything. But if you don't have the resources to like with something like this, why even try to make it in the first place? Well, here. Well, how about counter idea? Okay. If you don't have the resources to make it good, just find a washed up celebrity and throw it in there and then just pretend like it's going to be good. Let's see. Who was a washed up, washed up celebrity in 2005 that you would make the pterodactyls? That I would make the pterodactyls? Oh, I was talking about Coolio, but yeah, yeah, no. It's a, <laughs> to make the pterodactyls, oh my God. This movie would have been so much better if Coolio, if it was just like Coolio in a wingsuit, just like singing gangsta's paradise. Coolio's around. He's, yeah, he's, he's singing gangsta's paradise in a wingsuit as he's flopping around like a, like a beached whale. Oh, wait, uh, guys, do you hear that in the distance? Been spending most of As he's just fucking in his wingsuit, like flapping. <laughs> that would be, dude, that would be an amazing movie. That would be like, yes, all of this. If Look, if, th- if this was that movie, like, I would have been like, guys, this is the greatest movie ever made. And I, do, I, will, I will say, speaking of, you know, I think that this movie... Like I'd say five to 10% of the movie is exactly what I wanted. Meaning like we get pterodactyls fucking slicing a guy. (laughs) We get like a a guy shooting a rocket at a pterodactyl and it blows up. Mm -hmm. Like when I see, when I saw stuff like that, I, I cackled. I was screaming, fuck yeah. This is what I, this is what I want from a movie this, called Pterodactyl that came out in 2005 <laughs> on the sci-fi channel. But the I was pro- about to say, yeah, ahead. no, it's, it's so like, so like on that note, I don't know if I agree with 5%. I would say that them using the rocket launcher is pretty cool, but <laughs> I, I would, if I'm being honest, like, yeah, it's like having it, <laughs> having the knowledge that this came out on the sci-fi channel really like, Really like tam- temper like tapers down my expectations quite considerably because initially I was ready to rip this thing apart, but then I learned it was it was on the Sci-Fi Channel and a made for TV, and I was like, oh, the fact is this thing is viewable is just a masterpiece. You see, it was like it was like you're back in elementary school and it's a Thursday night and there's nothing really on you don't have school the next day it's like a three-day weekend mm-hmm, so you stay mm-hmm. up late and you end up watching pterodactyl yeah exactly on just some random thursday yeah. that's kind of like the vibes that i'm getting from this absolutely movie. it's it's one of those it's one of those where for like like for some reason like mythbusters isn't on so you don't have that in-between show to watch mm-hmm. and you're just kind of flipping through the channels going ah damn it what the hell am i gonna watch and then you just see then you just see pterodactyl and you're like, I know that word. And you click on it and end up, and end up watching it. <laughs> so, Mike, I do have a question for you. If this movie were a drink, what would it be and why? 
See, I, I'm glad you asked. See this, see, see this, this movie, I actually spent time thinking of an actual cocktail. Wow. And I still was coming up with nothing. I was trying to think of fun adjectives with cocktails that wouldn't actually work like I usually do. Mm -hmm. And I was coming up with nothing. And I was sitting there just going like, all right, what the hell am I going to do with this movie? This movie's outdated. It's not good. And it's just confusing in a lot of ways. And then I was like, what drink is confusing, outdated? And then I just thought to myself, Crystal Pepsi. It's, if you've ever had Crystal Pepsi, you're just, it doesn't, it confuses you because it's clear, but it tastes like a cola. And like, I like I could just be like, go full Andy Rooney or Larry David on it and just co- find reasons to complain about it. But like, I was just super weird when I tasted it. So I, so like, I'm saying they're going like, okay, so we have the, so we have the weird and outdated portion and that's the Crystal Pepsi. And then something that feels like it would go along with it but just doesn't in reality. And then I was like, cognac. So a crystal Pepsi and cognac is my combination. Just, just this weird, confusing. It has some good parts, mm-hmm. but I'd still put a lot of money on that. It's just bad. <laughs> that's I, that's I, my mix. I'm cu- I'm curious. I'm curious to try that now. Um, if anybody has a, can get us uh, some crystal Pepsi, just please send it to us. Let us know <laughs> yeah. on Instagram and. Um, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we might try this. Yeah, it, yeah, it, Instagram or Twitter, like either one, <laughs> like just, 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 just have it not be Crystal Pepsi from like 1993. I know they did a rerun, so please, for the love of God, I do not want to try like 30 year old Crystal Pepsi. And he's okay. So my drink, guys, I was doing a lot of thinking about this, and there's one thing about this movie that I noticed, like at the very beginning. We are cutting all over the place. Like we got three different plot lines going on and it will be like we're at one place for two minutes. Nothing happens. And then we cut to another place for like three minutes. Nothing happens. And it's just kind of like a mishmash of just wait. <laughs> what the fuck is OK? There's a rocket launch. OK, there's Coolio. Like it is just kind of like go, go, go. And then all of a sudden it just stops, you know? Yeah, it's. It's weird. This see this movie. This what this movie does that just both like confuses me and like makes me feel old is that it really goes for the sensory overload in small increments mm-hmm. where it's just like there's so much shit going on in just and it's just all of your senses are like just really just out of whack because you're like oh fuck there's explosions there's like people getting gored there's like. There's 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 commands yelling being yelled. There's Coolio in the corner just being Coolio, and you're just the the whole time you're like you're like I I gotta ooh I gotta I gotta calm the fuck down. What the hell's going on? And then like after that stretch of time, it's like five to six minutes of just silence and no and nothing. And you're like, okay, all right, okay, okay. And you're like, what's like what's happening? What's yeah, going? Yeah, exactly, where, where exactly. are we going with and this? Then, and then it's literally just a fucking hard left turn back into the nuts to butts action. And you're like, okay, all right, we're back into this. So I was trying to think like what drink would encompass that? And Mike, I am going to present you with another original creation. Oh, this God. Isn't a co- okay, so 
I'm calling this the tequila pterodactyl. Tequila pterodactyl. Okay. Tequila dactyl. Because you see. <laughs> that, that's the we'll name. That's the name. Now. That's the name. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> trademark. Trademark. <laughs> so again, I was trying to think like with this one, I was like, okay, what out like what base? What is my base? And I was like, you would, tequila. Okay. I was, yeah. getting, I was getting tequila from this movie. You got tequila vibes. I got I, I, I got strong tequila vibes. So I was like, okay, so we'll take two ounces of tequila. Okay. We'll do like a tequila Sprite. Do a tequila okay. Sprite thing. Okay. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. We'll throw in two ounces of pineapple juice. Ooh. And then because this movie is on cocaine, we're going to throw in one scoop of mixed berry pre-workout. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Add a dash of grenadine for the blood, and oh. there we go, guys. That is the tequila pterodactyl, dude, dude, dude. Fuck a vodka Red Bull. That's getting me ready for the night. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! This is the real pick me up drink. Like it's like three a.m. and like you, you're trying to rally with the boys. It's like a big night. Everyone's having fun. <laughs> you don't want to go to sleep. So you're like, oh fuck. Well, what? What can I do? Tequila pterodactyl, the tequila yeah. dactyl. You're like, you're like, give me a tequila dactyl stat, <laughs> and it's fucking, fucking pre workout. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's that's what's up. That's what's up. I was right there. You're like, I might actually try that one now. <laughs> I was about to say, if I ever, if I ever, if I ever find someone who's like who has all of those things in their possession, you bet your ass I'm trying a tequila dactyl. <laughs> So guys, we're going to be getting into talking about Pterodactyl from the Sci-Fi Channel. So crack open a drink and let's get into it. At a pterodactyl's nest, several egg, several of the eggs hatch. A trio of hunters scouting the Turkish-Armenian borders are suddenly attacked by pterodactyls. While defending themselves, they become outmatched and are all killed i okay all right now this is the now this this one sentence is the entire opening scene for this movie this is their like the first minute yeah this is this i really feel like this movie that it needs to be stressed how quickly this movie just fucking jumps into the action this movie this like you would think it's like you, if you thought John Wick doesn't pull any – gets right to it, this movie beats John Wick by like a fucking hour. Like it's just literally – I think it's about 30 seconds of non-action and then it's just action. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, guys, like, like I said at the beginning, like we start off strong with a pterodactyl slicing a guy in half and attacking these hunters. And at first I was like, I am here. I am on board for this film like i was so excited when the opening credits were rolling i didn't know this and i only found it out when the opening credits were going that coolio is in this movie so immediately i was like oh fuck yeah guys i am so i'm so excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i had this i literally had the same exact reaction i saw coolio was in this and went oh this is gonna be good this is gonna be good and and then the rest of the movie happens. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we come across these two the two main characters like the male scientist and the female scientist and I I don't I'm not even going to bother trying to remember their names but basically 
I think the guy's name is Michael and Kate, and they're leading a group of teenagers camping for a science oh. expedition. Uh, I don't know if we're cutting a little too early into this, but I want to say they're not they're not leading. He is leading a group of teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're not we're not pussyfooting around this. This well <laughs> the sci-fi channel in 2005 really decided they were just gonna try something, and boy did it not work. And again, this is another one of those examples. I mean, this movie came out in 2005, and even now we're saying that it aged bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. And one one character that like gets introduced here is Beck. I think that I think that was his name. He's like the guy with the beard that's like I don't know what his relation with them is, but he's in oh, the movie yeah. for literally like a second. And I'm like I want to know more about that guy cuz he's got this like this Armenian guy and he's like I don't know. There was something about him that I was like I want to know more about I this want, character. I want the Beck cut. <laughs> I want the Beck cut of Terry. Bro, bro, Beck would have like saved all of these characters. He would have just Beck, like done down Beck all of these built, pterodactyls. Beck is built different. He's <laughs> built fucking different. No, like I, 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 I love you brought, brought Beck up because Beck wasn't, he was pretty interesting, but I just love the way they introduced like him as like, as like the financier of like mm. this, like whole expedition. <laughs> and the way it's not like, I don't know. Usually, I feel like with movies where it's like they the the actual people who are doing the expedition meet the person who's funding it. Like in like the easiest coral, the easiest uh, uh like reference point is Jurassic Park mm-hmm. when the guy steps out of the fucking helicopter and is like does the full rich boy routine. Like, why the fuck do they not do this with Beck? Beck literally walks over to them. <laughs> like, there's no introduction. He just comes in from from the right hand side of the screen and just starts a conversation. And you're like, there, no fan. All right, cool, whatever. Was like, <laughs> and like there he is, and he is gone. We're yeah. never gonna see him throughout the rest of this movie. Yeah, the he most interesting character. Again. Yeah, he the most interesting character literally shows up and goes, "You know, I'm funding this whole expedition, right?" And they're like, "So why did you come along?" He goes, "Fuck the jungle," and then he just turns around and leaves. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, you want to come with us?" And he's like, "Nope," and then just gets out of there. <laughs> You know what? As it turns out, wise move, wise decision, wise fucking decision. So, so everyone in this movie, again, they're not even trying to hide it. This was like in this was in 2005. So like high school, teenage, like the horror movie stereotypes, like you got the pretty girl, you got the nerd, you got the weird guy, you got a girl that just kind of is there and then dies all of a sudden. I have to say, my favorite, my favorite part of like of like all of the characters on the expedition on the expedition is they do a real job of like hammering of like trying like attempt. They're not they're not good characters, but they at least introduce them and like mm-hmm. go here is the dumb slutty one. Here are the two nerds. Here is like the here's like the regular girl. Here's the guy who's running the whole thing. And here's girl number three. Moving on. And you're like, what? Who is this we're, person that we're just not discussing? We're, we're missing somebody. And then when she gets killed, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, spoiler alert. She gets killed later in the movie. Yeah. And here's yeah, the like, unnamed okay. girl gets killed. Yeah, and that the one like you know the the mean girl as I called her because I was definitely getting mean girl vibes because yes I have seen that movie. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> like she's giving me very much like that early 
2000s teenage vibes. It's like she's oh, got daddy's money to protect her absolutely. and she will let you know. Yeah, like if like if like if fucking legally blonde was just a real shitty like really shitty and didn't mean girls. That's her. <laughs> so immediately after this scene, we cut to we're in the woods with the army just like that. And this yeah. is when we get fucking coolio the man just i i i was so excited when i saw this like himself (laughs) and seeing coolio in like these budget military like they look like they look like they didn't have the weight that like actual like army outfits have it looks like party city vietnam cosplays all right these these motherfuckers these motherfuckers were dressed like this dressed the about as well as like the as like the middle schoolers i see going to airsoft like it's they were not dressed like actual like combat specialists and we they're going to like they're going to like take out some mercenaries i guess and Again, this is probably something like only myself and and like the other film nerds out there noticed. But like the gunfire, the audio mixing, and I don't know because a little peek behind the curtain, I watched this movie on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. (laughs) So I don't know if it was just like with a copy that they put up on YouTube or what. But the audio mixing was like all of a sudden, like the the characters were just talking really softly like this, and then all of a sudden it was just bang, bang, bang <laughs> with the gunshots like all over the place. My favorite. Well, what I also loved about that. See, I also watched it on YouTube, and I also saw that. I I also had that. But what I also loved on the whole thing was from a visual perspective, all the people that were shooting guns. Like I swear to God, they must be cross-eyed because there is. Because what they do is like is like they spoiler alert when they go for the raid on the mercenary camp or whatever a gunfight starts. Mm-hmm. But when they're doing the gunfight, there's literally an overhead shot of like all of like the marines and the mercenaries like just like shooting at each other, and it's literally just all of them. You like fucking look because they all literally stand still. Pan left, pan right, pan left, pan right, back and forth, and no one moves their legs or anything. All it is is them panning to the left and panning to the right as like gun sounds go off. <laughs> it's, it, I'm saying they're just going like, going like, wow, they just didn't give a shit. It's like, it really is just the most fuck it sort of look. And you mentioned like the mercenaries. I gotta say, during this scene, a mercenary like, takes coolio's gun and he is like three feet away like the mercenary standing above coolio is on the ground he's aiming the gun at him and like and then he fucking misses yes yes i this now this is where i this is the thing (laughs) these guys are worse than stormtroopers this yeah i was about to say stormtroopers look like fucking look like uh john wick's the only thing in my mind right now so it's like this, these stormtroopers look like fucking John Wick compared to this guy. This guy, point blank, three feet with a pistol pointed at a prone Coolio's skull without, and, and he misses. And it's not like Coolio kicks the gun out of his way or like turns. 
Coolio literally just sits there and accepts fate, and they and he misses, and I'm left sitting there going, "Are you serious? Like I like how? Actually, how? How do you miss that badly? God gave him a second chance. <laughs> yeah, seriously, God gave him a chance in this movie. And I think he did. Like at some point, I think Coolio did. I don't know if it's there or if it's somewhere else, but he did get like slightly grazed on his ear. And like I know that the wound that like the the wound was supposed to like slightly graze him, but it just kind of looks like he got a little bit of ketchup on the back <laughs> of his ear. Uh, it looks like he got busy with a raspberry jam bottle, and now he just has them smeared across his earlobe. <laughs> we go back to the kids, and they're just in a jeep, just riding through the woods. And again, speaking of aging badly. The mean girl says a joke about the guy nerd in this movie touching himself in the Jeep. And those again, those jokes have aged horribly because Mm -hmm. if we were if if we were to say that in 2022, we would be like, Louie, can you can you just please stop? Like, yeah, you're you're like, you're like, you're like, you're like. Hey, hey, Cosby. Hey, Cosby, back up a little bit, bud. <laughs> like, and, this is, and it's not even like in 2005, that was a funny joke. Like, it's not, it wasn't as yikes as it was now, but it's just a joke that you're like, ha ha, ha, like, I, I guess, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it just wasn't funny to begin with. And now there's context that makes you go, hey, whoa, that's, that's not cool. What? <laughs> and, while they're driving, they stop for a second, and the male scientist and who I thought was his wife, but I guess he was a former student, the love interest of this movie, they they stop and they start talking about relationship drama. And do you know who the audience is for this movie? For the movie Pterodactyl? We don't want to see poorly acted character moments in a movie called Pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. Is all of the interactions between the college students and and themselves and other people is always so weird to me at least because the college students talk like they're in an eighties PSA, like 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 literally like like literally the nerds go oh geez and they like can't talk and trip over themselves all the time and the preppy girl like doesn't like going outdoors and won't pee unless there's a porta potty when she's on a hike in Armenia. <laughs> like she thought just, Armenia was a fashion store. Calm down. I was about to, like she heard Armani. She literally <laughs> heard Armani <laughs> and was just like, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's just, I just, I don't know what, but the dialogue with the college students in particular, I'm just like, there's only, yeah, it, it just sucks. <laughs> like, it's just terrible. And in this scene, they actually stumble across a like mound of, I think, pterodactyl piss or feces or something. And yeah, like, I mean, in this you see like this massive like mound of pterodactyl waste or what they think is what they think is like bird waste. And if I see something, it's kind of like the, you know, the the um, Jurassic Park thing. That is one big fucking pile of shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna get the fuck say, out of here. Like, yeah, yeah. If I see, yeah, I was about to say, like, if I see a pile of shit that huge, I'm not like, damn, birds really be like using this as the toilet. I'm like, 
whatever the fuck that thing is, it's going to kick the shit out of us. We should leave. <laughs> and the thing about it is with it, with this part, they don't even show like, they don't even like want to do what a good horror movie does and add like a little bit of subtlety, even though we've already seen the pterodactyls, we have not yet seen the pterodactyls in this scene. Yeah. The, but what the, the, but what they do at the end is like, okay, they're walking away from the pterodactyl feces, whatever. And then they pan up and they've only probably taken like, I don't know, 20 steps and a pterodactyl just fucking swoops in and calls or calls out whatever the fuck it does. Mm-hmm. And we're like, this, they were, they were just like right there. They would, they would, they would see, they would like, they would hear that. They would see that. And I know I'm, and I know I'm nitpicking a movie called pterodactyl, but if you're not doing that, what are you doing? I was just this this movie. See, like I don't know when it comes to like for for me personally, and like in my brain, I see a movie about a monster, and I ascribe to the idea that like that like alien and the thing mm-hmm. ascribe to, which is the actual monster itself should be implied to be scary, mm-hmm. not actually shown. Like a, like a jaws or like, like a, a, like a jaws or a cloverfield type of yeah thing. like yeah. like yeah it was like 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 the alien in alien in like the first alien movie is like it's on screen like fucking like twenty minutes like or like fifteen it's on for such a minuscule amount of time and like and 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 the thing like the thing is rare the thing is technically always on screen but like the monster itself isn't on screen all that much like. Mm-hmm. It's just and like they and like the people who made pterodactyl saw that and went okay, but no, <laughs> and then watched Birdemic Shock and Terror and went yeah, let's do that, let's do that. That's just a lot easier. After this scene, we go back to the uh, another group of mercenaries, and again, this was the mo- this was like a quick scene. It's just this leader of the mercenary, this guy with a fro. That just does not look the part of the leader of a, you know, gang of evildoers. He comes in. Um, he's just he a guy comes in. He says, I haven't heard from the others. The other guy says, go check it out. I'm gonna go sleep with this prostitute. And like, that's the scene. Yeah, like th- yeah, like it's that is it. Yeah, it's it's there. Like they really sell this guy as a monster. It's like this one. You like, I agree with you. The dude doesn't look like a fucking like dangerous, dangerous like enemy of the state. Dude, like, he, he looks like a middle management at like a dwindling IT company. Yeah, I was about to say. Like he looks like he looks like he'd be like like just someone you'd work with at a at a blue at a like a white collar job Mm -hmm. like definitely like it or banking like he would just be like just be like like that's just you're like in it yes mate yeah you're like you're like oh that yo you mean thomas yeah thomas is he's he's a little weird but he's fine like but no apparently this dude leads a terrorist cell so what do we know and then yeah and then he's just like oh yeah you just do with this i'm gonna sleep with the prostitute and then it just cuts and you're like Okay, so we're not selling that this guy's a bad guy. We're just how like you're like I mean it's not great, but like it's like I don't see how that makes him like a monster that needs to be taken down. You can at least show him executing someone. Like then you go like ah he's a bad guy, but like no, nope, all right, he's you know just just there. And after this scene, we go back to the field trip 
where the mean girl says, this is so incredibly boring. I don't want to be here. The leader and the female professor start having some sexual tension that the others are noticing. And then we go back to the military guys. Yeah, this, this, that is that is a big that is a big complaint on my end, which is like this movie gives me whiplash in from a viewer's point of view. Like this movie will go from and it's not like it goes from it, it just goes from like it'll go from like su- like subtle quiet moments to like nonstop action right off the goddamn bat. Like it gives you no warm up, no like prep phase. Like most action movies do, mm-hmm. like it is literally just zero a hundred, or it's like, or it's just, it looks like it'll cut at the most inopportune times. Mm-hmm. Like it'll just be like it'll just be like a slight lull in a conversation. Like it's like that lull between like when two people end a thought point, but they just but right before they begin their second thought to mm-hmm. discuss about they like instantly cut to someone else and you're like, whoa, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think they were done, but okay. (laughs) I mean, and again, we mentioned John Wick earlier, so let's go back to it. Is this just going to be our reference for the night? Just John Wick. You know what? I think this, this, um, this episode of messed up at midnight is brought to you by John Wick. No, it's not companies. Don't come after us. We just really like John Wick. We're just two idiots (laughs) talking about movies. We're just, we're just big fans. (laughs) But it's like, with John Wick, the lulls in the movie, they have enough like world building and interesting things going on to get you invested. Yeah. This movie has nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's no world building. All it is this that's another thing that I had I had noted was that this movie does exposition like it's fucking like it's a fucking foot race. Like this movie sits there in between the 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 exposit the 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 open mm-hmm. where it's just like where it's just telling you that Coolio's in the movie and these hunters get killed and like the guy falling in like bird shit that's like as big as a, as a as two fucking trees like all it is is just them very quickly going over the plot synopsis and then it's action and you're mm-hmm. like what the hell <laughs> like all right cool whatever fuck me i guess <laughs> So there are a couple of I think there's like another military scene. Nothing of note really happens in it. Then we go back to where the mean girl is going to go for a swim. Just, you know, out by herself like teenagers do, just taking a little dip. Yeah, it's and, and the best part is no less she's still in full makeup. Like if you look, she still has like mascara and like eyeshadow on and she's like and she's like getting ready to like go swimming. And I'm like, really? We're not going to like do. All right, whatever. There probably is waterproof makeup around at this time. But like then again, we are men. We don't wear makeup. Yeah. Yeah. We're guys. (laughs) We don't do the makeup. So we finally get some pterodactyl action, which we get this bad CGI pterodactyl coming and swooping in like this guy just he was like oh fuck I gotta make I got I forgot to put this pterodactyl in the scene um let me just go download this pterodactyl 3D model and let me just <laughs> drop it in this scene real quick oh fuck the deadline this, is coming in now I'm just this, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna export it and fuck it's this, fine it's fine yeah. everything's fine this pterodactyl is just an affront. Like it's like you th- okay. Everyone who watches like movies 
thinks they've watched really, really bad CGI. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like there are certain times when you're like, yeah, you've watched bad CGI and you know it. This is this is this is awful CGI. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've seen worse CGI like twice. Like this is straight up offensively bad CGI. And like and like, like I said earlier, I am I am actually I like CGI. I like good CGI when it's done well. But when it is not, it is an absolute eyesore and you can absolutely tell. And with this movie, you can absolutely tell. Oh yeah, absolutely. That it's just this movie barely even fucking like it 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 almost is like the movie the movie does the movie takes the like route in admitting it, it like the it feels that the movie's aware that it's bad, but unlike sitting, but like there, whenever it comes to like admitting, like when it comes to like being self aware, the movie either like it goes in like a like and, and it's a serious movie. If it's a silly movie, then they usually just lean into it. But if it's like a serious movie, then like they'll either go in a route where they try and hide it as much as possible. Or they try and shove it down your throat till you forget mm. that it's bad CGI. And this movie went for the latter half. Mm. Especially doing it like in the daytime. Like if it was done at night, like you look at like a movie like Godzilla, for instance. Oh yeah. You, like mm-hmm. there it's a lot of the a lot of the shots in that movie are shot in darkness. Like very rarely do you see the monster completely in daytime, but primarily you're getting shots of like when it's done at night. So that way you can do it to mask like all of the, you know. I don't want to say the fakeness, but the things that you would look at and say, that is not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, when you do it in daytime, there's there's no re- <laughs> there's no real hiding from it if you're not like shrouding it behind something. Yeah, exactly. It just then it just looks then it's just super easy to point out and just go, what the fuck <laughs> is that? So the mean girl gets attacked, the pterodactyl takes her purse, she runs away and encounters the weird guy. And instead of like she bumps into him and she starts running away, like saying, oh, go, 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 go. She says the line to the weird guy, uh, don't look at my butt as she is running away. <laughs> well, uh, it's th- this uh, I was about to say before you finish that entire sentence, like just this whole just that whole scene where it's the like nerdy guy who's like walking in the woods and she's and she's running out just like just like just like in her underwear and she's like oh and she's like crying and like mm-hmm. freaked out and shit and like like she I, I don't know if she's cut or anything like that but she's she's obviously like fucking freaked out and traumatized she goes she finds this nerd and she's like oh my god oh my god there's something bad get happened get the fuck out and, yeah get the fuck out this is bad and the nerd does nothing but stare at her boobs and i'm just sitting there going like like what the fuck what the fuck is this movie that this movie is just <laughs> that they're just this movie really just wanted to kill someone off fast so they're just like they're just like hey we're not gonna we're, we need to do some base level of subversion so let's get the slutty girl to live and let's kill the nerd first <laughs> and they're like yeah and they just like bring him out to this this, is, this isn't be, to be confused with the nerdy nerd this is the weird nerd I was about to say exactly. There's there's a nerdy nerd guy, and then there's a weird nerd guy. This is the weird nerd guy. So the weird nerd gets like taken by this pterodactyl. Meanwhile, Mean Girls goes and tells the professor like it was. I think his name was Jason. It was a weird guy, 
And the professor drops uh, the line, um, it's always the quiet ones. Yeah, and I'm exactly. Like, what? Was that like a yeah. was that like a poor rape joke? Like yeah, was I attempted a poor rape joke? It was no. It's, yeah, it's just I I remember I remember I was I was sitting there with my roommate. We were watching this and quite literally we heard we heard him go, God damn it, it's always the quiet ones. Very seriously, and we're like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're like, dude, that's one of your fucking students. What? <laughs> and again, we get some more lines. Like, there's no the way. Like, the, I think it was the professor that says, "There's no such thing as pterodactyls." The Mean Girls. Yes, there is, and that was a line in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's electric, electric. It's like it's like it's like two well-developed chat robots <laughs> talking to each other. And the award for best screenplay at the Oscars goes to Pterodactyl. (laughs) It's just like it's coming up. (laughs) So we get more stuff with the military guys. Coolio Coolio does some stuff with being a leader. We go back to the students. I love, I love, I love that the summary of all of the all of the militaries, all the scenes with the military leading up to like the action where a bunch of them like die and and stuff. It's all just Coolio does stuff, and everyone else just sort of does everything they can do to like support it. So they either like go, "Yeah, that's why you're the boss," or they like clap, and you're like, and then it just cuts back to the actual fucking movie. I think I think this movie should have like like a like a subtitle where it's like pterodactyl. Coolio does things. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like it's just Coolio does shit, and you're like, you're like, ah, okay. I don't know. It just cuts between like you know dinosaurs killing people, and then Coolio just like at the grocery store, just like you know going about his day. <laughs> it's literally, it's just he's just sitting there, just like just like with his fucking crazy dreads, and like it's just like these people like gunning down pterodactyls, and he's like, yeah, I'd like to make a deposit. <laughs> checking, checking, please. Coolio goes to the bank. Coolio does his taxes. <laughs> Coolio, Coolio does his taxes. And it's literally him filling out a W-2 just like. Uh, and then he just sits there and like pulls his glasses down and punches in something on a calculator. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. If it was just like an hour and a half of Coolio just doing mundane activities. Coolio makes a breakfast burrito at 1130. And you're like. You're like, man, this is a this is a this is a real everyday hero. Coolio treats his wife to a nice steak dinner and a foot massage. <laughs> Coolio, Coolio, Coolio sits down for a whiskey at the end of the day and just stares at the blank wall. Coolio, if you are listening to this, please contact us. We have a million dollar idea. That we think you would love to hear. I was about to say, Coolio, we can make this happen. We can send this to like cans or something and they'll think it's like super transformative or whatever bullshit. Audience, y'all tweet at Coolio and say, hey, we want to we want to like just spend a day with him and just film it to see what happens. Tweet him. Let him know. (laughs) And I don't want this to be like an MTV crib style deal where it's like this larger than life thing. I want it to be like Coolio's like two bed apartment in like Fresno. And it's just, it's just him doing a bunch of boring shit. 
so getting back to the movie. Oh, like, we literally detracted for like five minutes on Coolio doing shit. We go back to the students and we get more pterodactyl action. They all turn around and they're looking. They're like, Professor, like, look, the pterodactyl, it's right there. in the like everyone's saying this. And meanwhile, the professor is just driving. He's, you know, then he finally stops the Jeep. Turns or stops the truck, turns around like a fucking idiot, and is just like, "What? Oh yeah, there is one." And he's just the truck is not moving. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. He does that, and I was literally like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) It's more just stupid movie logic. The nerd Mm -hmm. says beautiful. In a way that makes me think, yo, that dude definitely wants to fuck a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, like he's, a, he's definitely looked up pterodactyl, like, rule 34 before. Because <laughs> he does look at the room pterodactyl and was just like, <sighs> no, 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 no. Science, so, science. So that being science. said, if you are a pterodactyl furry, send your art to Michael Flaherty. He no, would no, love no, to check don't it do out. that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I want to see your. I want to see see your pterodactyl porn. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. So there's a there's an action scene. The pterodactyl takes the other girl number three, Gwen. I think that was her name. And like they just like take her and carry her off. And everyone's like, yep, she's dead. Yep. Like, that's it. That which completely goes against because spoiler alert, um, the other female lead gets taken host gets taken by one of the pterodactyls. And they're like, oh, she's still alive. So I'm like, okay, like, so when you get taken by a pterodactyl, are you like immediately dead or are you like maybe there's a chance? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. So are we talking about like girl are we talking about girl number three or the slutty one? Girl number three gets taken and they're like, Yep, she's dead, but the other uh, oh, yeah, female yeah. professor. Girl, girl number three has no fanfare. It is literally just I always feel bad because girl number three is like, ah help, help, help as like this like as like this poorly CGI'd like pterodactyls like goring her. And like well, she, no one does anything. Everyone's just like, fuck it, you're you're done. And they just leave. Well I'm just like whereas like she, yeah, lead she, character girl like is alive for some reason. Well, like she gets car- like she gets just carried off, and they're like, "Yep," and like, "Yep, she's dead." I'm like, "You couldn't have given me like I don't know, like a fucking claws and flesh." You couldn't have given me like you know they throw her in the volcano. You couldn't you couldn't have given me anything, but like they just take her and yeah, that that's it. She is she's gone. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> it's just so anticlimactic. We go back. <laughs> to the guys they've taken they've taken like the mercenary leader hostage and the soldiers look off with the leader and they're just like oh shit a pterodactyl and again take a shot every time this movie has oscar worthy screenwriting i was about to say yeah it's you you'd be drunk as shit by the time by by the by the time this movie's done you you would just be you'd just be blackout drunk yeah so we get more soldier stuff and this is kind of where the two the multiple plots of the movie kind of converge into one so the students are stopped by the by like the other group of the mercenaries the military is like looking on with the leader and they try to take the students hostage 
because with any monster movie, with any zombie movie, they just got to drill it down your throat that man is the true monster uh, in these movies. It's why why is it that every just dog shit bad movie really needs to try and have a sincere moment where you're worried? Like where you're supposed to be worried, not actually worried. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I need to rephrase that. So where you're, where it's implied that you're supposed to be worried. Mm-hmm. They always, they always try and push this in, and every single time I see it, I'm always have the same. I always have the same reaction, which is why, actually, mm-hmm. fucking why, like why? Yeah, and, and we get some more uncomfortable stuff with this scene where one of the mercenaries tries to. Um, rape assault yeah assault one of the i think it's the female the other lead, the female yeah, lead, the yeah. lead female actress yeah. and he just takes off his pants just out in public just right in front of you know the students and you're you like you think no don't go there don't go there and then all of a sudden mercenary turns around points to the sky and says it's them <laughs> And, and never in my life has I said have I sat there and said the phrase, "Oh, thank God, a pterodactyl's killing them." <laughs> but but this scene, this scene, just really just made me go, "Oh, thank God, a pterodactyl's going to kill him." Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Whew. All right. <laughs> we really dodged a bullet with that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just going like, "Oh, thank God." And this is what I mentioned earlier, where Coolio blows up a pterodactyl with it like a rocket launcher i'm telling you dude this movie is just coolio just doing cool shit (laughs) we got two different versions of the movie we got coolio doing mundane shit and then we got coolio doing like rad shit that's that's the sequel if coolio doing mundane shit hits big then we're doing coolio does cool shit (laughs) so we and we also get a big jeep explosion in this scene and I got to say, I feel like all of the budget of that movie, they were like, okay, we got to make this explosion look really cool. We got to make it look really awesome. And then they were like, okay, but what are we going to do about all of these um, pterodactyl VFX? And they just looked at their budget and were like, okay, we have like, I don't know, 20 bucks. And I was like, give it to the interns. They'll, they'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just said, they just said, ah, oh, do something with it. <laughs> so this is when the... Uh, students and the army guys kind of come together with the mercenary leader taken hostage and they go in. And again, after the whole action scene where we get all the shit that we exactly want, like Coolio blowing stuff up, the mean, the nerd being the nerd, the mean girl saying things like, I just want to go home and Coolio dropping bangers. Like, yo, you're not supposed to be here. And (laughs) they're just like, we get like we try to get a moment. The script tries to get a moment of like connection between the army guy and the professors, where apparently Coolio knows the female leads. Um, profess like he knows her dad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah no. So this this is like so yeah the it's super odd. Because like the change, so like initially when they say when when like the military meets up with the college students, mm-hmm. they're the, like Coolio initially is like get the fuck out. You guys have to get the hell out of this jungle. And they're like no, there's pterodactyl. Why would we leave? And they're like 
And Coolio's like, you idiots, leave. It's a, you're a goddamn pterodactyl. <laughs> and then, like, the, and then, like, for, and then, like, for some reason, like, the, the lead actress, she says, like, her character's name or whatever. And the guy goes, wait, you wouldn't happen to be related to, like, and Bulldog something, whatever her name is. And she goes, yeah, that's my dad, the very same name. And he goes, son of a bitch. And then he just, like, has a change of heart. He's like, fuck it, yeah, you can tag along. Who cares? Like, didn't he, <laughs> didn't he say that, like, so Coolio and this female lead are obviously very close in age, right? Like, look, looking at them, you can say, like, there's, like, a, they're, they're kind of close in age. I mean, are you talking about, are you talking about their characters or them? Like, them, like, their physical appearance. If you looked at Coolio. Oh, and, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> close in age. So if, if Coolio yeah. says that he served with her dad, like, during the Gulf War, is Coolio just, like, this ageless god like he's just been in the military for a while. he's like he's like what they were trying to do with x-men origin wolverine where wolverine exactly. was just like existing through all of these wars and no one yeah. is, that, is that coolio in this I movie like, coolio's just coolio's just immortal <laughs> coolio's an immortal god in this in this movie and he's just doing this because it pleases him at the current moment <laughs> So they all come together and they're like, you know what? We're going to travel. We're going to try and get out of here. The mean girl and the nerd kiss because, I mean, I mean, of course they do. <laughs> I, I, that, I don't see. The thing is, I miss the context for why, because because I'm sure there was a reason why or the movie would try and just sort of jam in a reason for some for 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 whatever. Mm hmm. But like I, that totally caught me out of left field. I was like, "Why? Why the fuck did she kiss him?" <laughs> I was like, and "I just said it was what? Oh, whatever, whatever. I guess I missed it." Yeah, I mean, with a lot of the with these movies, like, are you made to care about any of this? No, you're oh, not. Yeah. No, no, no. The fuck, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> so they get ambushed by a second wave of pterodactyls, and. <laughs> And again, this is more of what I wanted because we get more pterodactyls slicing the military guys in half. We get like these cheapy looking fake guts that look like it was pantyhose, wrapping paper, and like just dipped in fake blood, just tossed on the ground. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get my probably my favorite death in the movie of the Mean Girls where she gets swiped by a pterodactyl with the nerd still holding onto her hand. Yeah. And that's, she's just holding the fakest. He's just holding the fakest looking arm. That's, that's, that dude, that was so funny to me. It literally, it look, it's literally like, it's literally a concept out of a Looney Tunes bit where it's like, where it's literally like her whole body leaves and he, and her arm only stays and he's holding a mannequin's arm. Like, and that's not like it looks like a fake prosthetic limb. It literally looks like the arm of a of a tan mannequin that he is holding. And they just like squirted a little bit of blood on top. There's, it's just swung by the mall, just spray painted it, and they're like, oh yeah, close enough. Here's some fake blood, and boom, there you go. Yeah, they literally that's literally all they fucking did. Because he he's just it's just it's so funny. Like, and they had that had to have been like a comedic death they were looking for. There's no way they thought that was serious. Or like a satisfying death because she's played up to kind of be 
like the bitch of the movie. Oh yeah, it could also they could have also been going for a satisfying sort of just dessert sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that actually would make a lot of sense. You know, we're giving this movie some credit. You know, good, good God on you, good it. on you, movie. God damn it! Why? Fuck no! We got we got to keep shitting on this movie. And the fucking pterodactyl also just like she takes her like just the one armed girl and then just fucking drops her just like. 50 feet and i'm just like yeah, this 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 is what i want yeah that's i was about to say that's <laughs> that's just that's just like that's just out of a that's just malicious at that point like you like initially i was saying they're just being like oh the pterodactyls are like just looking for food and that's just how they then they're just like you guys drew the short straw <laughs> but them just dropping her is just like that's just like that's just the most like that's just the biggest fuck you like <laughs> on the pterodactyls and i just dig it because the pterodactyls like here's what you get, you get bitch <laughs> just drops her so the mercenary so we get more madness with the scene where the mercenary leader is running away he's tackled by coolio pterodactyls are flying around i'm thinking what the fuck is this movie we get more exploding pterodactyls and the pterodactyls take the female lead away and because like to the nest and i guess because she is a more prominent character she gets just grabbed by the pterodactyls and flies away and they're like she's still alive she's still out there yeah yeah that's that's really funny just because the rest of the people that get abducted they're just like they're just like well jerry's dead and you're like whereas this girl for some fucking reason they're like she's out there we gotta get her and you're like really the rest of the people are like are just like fucking expendable okay after this scene we get a little bit of a lull where the professor guy he actually brings up a very good point what are we going to tell their parents i just and i i wrote that down and i was just like because i thought I mean, I mean, he did bring up a point, but like on the other hand, I'm like, just tell them the truth. Like, Man. Oh, bro, a prehistoric bird is killing people in Turkey. Like, and there's not like there's any shortage of evidence. There are corpses all over the fucking field. Like, it's not like it's gonna be some fucking government cov- cover up. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude, it was wild. Like, Coolio was there. There were fucking dinosaurs, and um, like, yes, yeah, no, sorry about your kid. Dude, you know the second that dude goes, and Coolio was there, and he was the leader of the military. They're throwing his ass in a straitjacket. <laughs> he's sitting there humming Gangsta's Paradise as he's just like heads <laughs> in a padded room. So I don't know if it was just because we watched a weird version of this movie or what it was. But again, like we mentioned earlier, we watched this movie on YouTube, and all of a sudden we cut to an action scene involving the scientists, the army, and a wave of pterodactyls. Now, we might get some criticism for this. I don't know. Was that the way it was when you were watching it? I think it was. I think it was, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think for mine. So. Yeah, for mine, it was, for mine, it was still, it was like that. It was a jarring cut. Yeah, it's, it's, this, see, the thing is, is I like that we're second guessing ourselves. I like that we're like, there's no way this movie could be like this when, I would actually bet a lot of money this movie is just like this. So some of y'all might say that we should put a better effort into find like we should put up more of an effort into finding a better copy of this movie. And I would counter argue that 
Maybe we should put the same amount of effort that the sci-fi network put into getting this movie made, which was fuck all. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's my counter argument. Is like ever anyone's like you're not really properly enjoying the cinema experience that this movie intended. I'm like, this movie didn't give a shit about itself. Like, and why should I? So yeah, we cut to this random action scene where I guess they found a cabin in the woods. Hooray. Um, Coolio is just unloading on a pterodactyl and he's wearing these obnoxiously large goggles, which I think he was wearing earlier in the movie where he is controlling this rocket launcher. They're supposed to look cool, but like they, look they don't, like, they look, they look like the, they look like a really shitty, like pre like VR VR goggles. <laughs> it looks like this really, really stupid looking mask that's over his face. So, again, action scene ensues. The professor uses science to find the pterodactyl's weakness while the army guys just try to take care of the injured nerd. The science – and we go over – We again, more cutting back and forth between people. We had like a moment of zen where they were all together and we're like, okay, just one plot line. We're focusing on this. And then now they get split up again. The scientist lady is in the nest fighting like baby pterodactyls. Another military guy is there who's just – all fucked up. And one thing that I d- don't think we mentioned earlier was these baby pterodactyls. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you know this, but these baby pterodactyls that we see were giving me like, you ever been to Target and you see those like dinosaur puppets things like that's what those th- that's what the baby pterodactyls look oh, like are you talking about the little like the little hand puppet, yeah things? yeah oh my god yeah no actually yeah it's it's see like see like it looks like they put it, it's insane that i'm saying this phrase with this movie it seems like they put most of the effort into making the adult pterodactyls and then the and then the little ones that they're just they're they're just like you know what all they need to do is open and close their mouth that's it they don't need any fucking thing else (laughs) and they're like oh do they need to move over to the corpse just make them hop like south park characters over to the corpse (laughs) so the nerd so like we mentioned the nerd and another injured military girl are like lying on this bed and like I got to give credit to this nerd because like he not only has he pulled the mean girl so far in this movie, but he's also pulled this like hot military girl. And I'm like, dude, good for you, man. I was like, well, it would have helped if like the nerd got more like charismatic as he like got more war hardened. Mm-hmm. But like the nerd did not change his demeanor in any way. And these women are all just on him. And you're like, <laughs> he didn't make any changes what's what the fuck is going on and that is also proof that like this movie was written by a guy who works at the sci-fi network just like as his fantasy that's absolutely that's absolutely made by a sci by like a sci-fi channel nerd it was just like who, who just like who just that was just his fan power fantasy he was like but i can't but i gotta be realistic so i gotta die off early but you know what i'm gonna die on my terms so again, the military girl, she freaks out, bleeds out, and like she dies. Like that's it. The nerd grows a pair and starts shooting at these pterodactyls trying to break in. Which I don't, I don't think we mentioned this earlier, but like the rest of the group goes off and tries to, you know, find where the other girl, where the uh, female lead is. And um, yeah, so 
the scientist lady is still over at the nest and the army and the professor are trying to make it over to where the nest is. And eventually they get reunited, but there is a big, was it like a vat, like a big cliff separating them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they see the scientist lady. They're trying to rescue her. There is more action scene. And then all of a sudden it's night. Oh yeah, yeah. That it's it's super weird because they hard cut to night after this bit during this big action scene, and it's just it's really weird because I I got this is the part of the movie that where it's like not only did I like have like have a lot of issues like following along with the plot line, I was just completely lost as to what the fuck was going on mm-hmm. until the action started again, and then I got back on track. Yeah, so it's night all of a sudden the pterodactyls are like flying above and for some reason i guess the pterodactyls they can't leave the nest at night which i i don't know if that's scientifically accurate <laughs> but you know what let's well, let's well, no, let's just roll with it nest at night so yeah because like they were staying in the nest and they weren't like going hunting or anything and like somehow the scientist lady had gotten away from the nest but like couldn't cross the cliff it's- yeah, it's so it's weird because I'm pretty sure it's like, well, it's like I'm if I could have sworn the the scientist, like the guy scientist, says like they're diurnal, which would like literally be like they 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 operate like humans do, mm-hmm. which is sleep at night, like do shit during the day, which would directly contradict them like leaving the nest at night. Mm-hmm. And that's just me poking more holes in this whole in this like movie that looks like Swiss cheese already. Like it's we're clearly trying way too hard with this movie. <laughs> I, it's like it feels like it's the problem with like criticizing this movie is this movie. It feels like every criticism I let I I like levy at this movie. The movie would be sitting right beside me, going like, "Hell yeah, man! Tell him who's fucking boss." And you're like, "Ow, it's not. God damn it! Why are you? Why are you? Why are you agreeing?" <laughs> So I guess the plan is one of the soldiers is they like try to do like a line across like a rope across the sides of the cliff where one soldier is going to traverse the line to save her. But the problem is they still have this mercenary leader still in captivity. And of course, with this being the big climax of the movie, the mercenary escapes captivity, takes the gun, and then all of a sudden just gets shot by the scientist lady, which uh-huh. I'm trying to wonder, what was the point of this guy's character again? Was it just to have yeah. a, a reason for the military to be there? Yeah, I was like, it's, 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 the way this dude is killed off is just the most anticlimactic thing. Like, it's just so unceremonious and out of the blue. And you're left to sit there and was just it, like, go he gets, like. He gets shot in the arm, so he's not quite dead yet. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is true. He's not quite dead yet, but like what you're just sitting there left to go like, how, why is this guy getting escorted to the pterodactyl nest with them? Like what the, what? (laughs) So he gets shot. Coolio starts dual wielding machine guns, just shooting at these pterodactyls, which is all I've ever (laughs) wanted from life. Hell yeah. They decide to give the mercenary guy, the mercenary leader guy, a gun to fight these pterodactyls. And all, and you know, surprise, surprise, he turns on the professor and the army guys, and then all of a sudden he gets taken by these 
pterodactyls, which again goes back to what mm-hmm. I was saying earlier. What was the point of his character? Absolutely. We get more of this army guy crossing the rope. We get CGI rope breaking. I was about to, I was about to say, can we talk about the fucking rope crossing that they did and how that was like that was just like probably the worst of the worst of this movie Mm -hmm. in my opinion that rope bridge crossing like you like it's like it's so awful like it's actually it's actually so terribly done because the way they're crawling in the background that they're using is just so terrible that you're just like, I don't know why, but that pissed me off so much. Mm-hmm. Like, the pterodactyls were so tiny in comparison to this thing. I don't know why, but that really just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> that one specific little thing. Exactly. I was like, I don't, I have no idea why, but it's just like watching that scene, I was just like, what the hell? Like, why? <laughs> so, the soldier that was in the pterodactyl nest. He like we think he dies and Coolio salutes the fallen soldier, except he's not dead and he's got an explosive in the nest that kills all of the pterodactyls and the mercenary guy. So he just like sacrifices himself to blow up these pterodactyls, which hell yeah, I guess, except Mm -hmm. there's one left and this last pterodactyl gets killed by coolio who like he fires his a rocket it misses the pterodactyl so this professor guy puts on these rocket goggles and having no experience piloting this thing (laughs) he just gets it back on track and then blows up the last remaining pterodactyl while the pterodactyl is like maybe like 10 feet while the professor is like 10 feet away from the explosion and then the film crew just kind of throws red paint on the professor and like, oh, look, yeah, blood. Say, it definitely looks like they loaded like they loaded like a potato gun with just like a bunch of red paint. And it was just like three, two, one, bam. And they just shoot him in the chest with it. Oh, yeah. And Coolio dies. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned oh, yeah, that. Cool, dude, Coolio's death was so anticlimactic. Like they just did that. They just did to him what they did to fucking girl number three and like the slutty girl <laughs> where they just pick him up and drop him. And you're like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you know, like the science, the, this is kind of like, you know, the very, the epilogue of the movie, I guess, where the professor and the other female lead, they have a, they, you know, the guy says, oh, well, maybe we can clone its DNA. And I'm sitting here thinking, just like a much better dinosaur movie, Jurassic Park would have done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, that that's it. And oh, wait, but no, we do we do get a tease for a future dinosaur <laughs> movie, which you know they're going to the volcano, and oh, look, I I think it's a T Rex. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's a T Rex that comes out at the end. And um, yeah, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's this. <laughs> This see this movie was a whirlwind in that it just like moves in such a weird choppy fashion mm-hmm. that you're that it's over and you're like oh what you, happened you still have mental whiplash you're like oh, oh okay okay all right all right and yeah that's um that's pterodactyl you you guys can go check it out if anything for like the few bits of like pterodactyl action and 
Coolio fighting these dinosaurs, but I mean, other than that, guys, watch at your own discretion. I don't see re- any real reason to recommend this movie. Mike, what do if you think? You, uh, if you're going to watch, if you want to watch a movie that involves a lot of high intensity action and dinosaurs, a better use of your time would be to put like put up put one video of Jurassic Park and then put one video of John Wick and then just have the two sit next to each other. You would have a much more enjoyable experience watching those two movies at the same time volume the same like next to each other than you would watching just this movie while listening to gangsta's paradise well actually if you listen to that if you listen to both of those movies on mute listening to gangsta's paradise that'd be amazing you would that would just be like a, a, a an ascending experience <laughs> well guys that about wraps it up for this episode of messed up at midnight but like we mentioned earlier we have a huge announcement, guys. I am so mm-hmm. excited to be bringing you all to um, bringing this to you all. I can't even speak because I'm so excited. <laughs> the month of July, guys. Nick Cage month. We are. We're going to be doing an entire month of just the movies that Nick Cage has been in. Everything. Everything from his his some of the newer good movies that he's been in to all of the bad ones that you know and love. <laughs> we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing all a warts and all look at just a lot of the highlights of Nick Cage's career for the month of July. So that's something to really look forward to. Definitely something to look forward to. Listen, so stay tuned for that. Listen, as a guy that loves me some Nick Cage, I could not be more happier. To be doing this, man, I am. Ab- I'm so excited Absolutely. to figure out like what Nick Cage movies, like what I can drink and think of, like Nick Cage. I'm, I'm, I'm come trying to come up with the best, like just like word paintings <laughs> for like for like cocktails relating to Nick Cage. I'm just, it's just all just great. Like I'm just loving it all so far. So guys, we got one more episode next week before we get started with Nick Cage month. So please tune in for that, but. Other than that, guys, this has been Messed Up at Midnight. Mike, do you have anything you want to say to the audience? Sometimes pacing is important in a movie, and we should all really understand that. <laughs> That's my parting words. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't agree more, guys. And, yep, that's been Messed Up at Midnight. And, guys, we will see you next week. See you next week, everybody.